Welcome to another episode of Bush's Board Game Thing, the weekly board games podcast powered by Zatu Games. More about the talk around the table than the games themselves. Uh, three friends having consensual fun together. Andy Bush here joined by Brian and Louise. Sorry, un- slightly unsettling start to, to all of this. We are on video chat again because uh, of crazy situations and just the way the world is in 2021. Uh, you two... I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to overplay this, but I feel like I, I look more ready for the day than uh, the pair of you. Is that unfair? No, I think that's fully fair. I've just rolled out of bed. Um, I had to set two alarms, and I even bought a. Well, I, I haven't really gone into my obsession with Pret yet, which we need to talk about. I have a massive obsession with Pret and get it delivered to my house twice a week. Um, but what, other, sorry, you get Predamonje delivered to your house. Yeah. Be more specific. What you what do you actually have? So I get like a load of stuff, right? I get um, like a baguette, always the chicken Caesar and bacon baguette. Um, I get the chicken and avocado sandwich. I get the chocolate croissant, the oat spelt cookie, three of the caramel waffles. Wow. Um, and then you know that's usually it. And so oh, I get okay, that. You stop there. <laughs> So I, I get that delivered to the house on Deliveroo. He must think, the delivery guy must think you're a dealer or something like that. There's no two ways about it. If you're, I, go to, I guess you go down there and Trekkie Bottoms hair everywhere. No, oh, but it's, cheers, it's quite Thanks funny because like, it's really hard to get into my building. So they always have such a mission to get in because I live in an apartment block. Um, and I started oh, to get God. to know them now, but they just don't even, they knock leaf food on the floor. And they leave the building, so I don't even I don't even see them. So I just walk out, and my food's on the ground. Once it got robbed, which absolutely broke my heart, I had to just reorder the whole thing again. Um, what robbed of the food or robbed of the money? Robbed of the food. Someone, the delivery drew left the delivery uh, the delivery what? driver left the food outside. What a and heist! Left. What a heist! Somebody <laughs> walking around with three chicken and avocado sandwiches. Uh, Brian, let's talk about the coldness in your house because this will segue nicely into the kind of game that we're playing uh, today. Yeah, I I live outside London. I live uh, in a small town called Grantham, uh, in, in the bottom of Lincoln Lincolnshire. And it's I live in a cottage. It's like a, basically a cottage, big thick stone walls, and it's so it gets so cold in this house that the plumbers, when they put in the central heating system, they didn't bother to put in a thermostat because the temperature can never reach the temperature that would require the thermostat to click. It's a handy way, isn't it? A thermostat of when it gets so twenty four degrees or twenty two degrees, it will just click off, keep it at a nice level. They didn't bother yeah. because it can never get to that level. My house is so cold. I'm wearing a jacket. I'm wearing a big parka right now. I just wear a parka around the house. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Yesterday, it was actually quite clement outside. You know, when the sun comes out during the day and it gets a bit warmer. Went out into the garden. It was actually warmer than the house. Bush's board game thing. Well, this, this segues nicely into the game that we, uh, and the theme of the game that we've got this week on Board Game Thing. Uh, this week, we are focusing on Viking games, good old fashioned Vikings. Vikings are cool. Uh, there's lots of great, colourful Viking board games out there. Uh, I remember when I first got into the hobby, there was one game that everyone was obsessed with called, and I can't remember, I can't say the name of it properly. You might have heard of the, the term. It's Yugradzil or Yugradzil. It's, like it's like a, a tree. A tree. It's like a Viking, a Viking tree. tree. Called I think you're pronouncing it wrong. There's no vowels in the entire name. Um, but I would just say, try that game because it's fantastic. But everyone was obsessed with it back in the day when I was getting into board games. And now there's loads of Viking games out there. Also, my other half, Katie, is from Northumberland. Uh, and they, um, just you look at the history of living up 
you know, the north of England or on the coast of England, non-stop getting battered by Vikings. And then the Vikings, rather than just turning up and nicking gold and stuff, you then just settled there. No, I don't mean settled in terms of, we'll just, that's enough, we'll have enough gold. I mean, settled as in, um, let's live there from now on. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure we get we get the, the, the name Northumberland from the Vikings because they were allowed to, what they would do is they'd rock over they have a scrap. A little fight. And everyone's like, oh, come on, leave it out. Don't have a scrap. Just just stop. How about we give you some money to go away? And they're like, yeah, okay, fine. It's a nice nice country we've got here. Be a shame if it got damaged. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, th- then they would, they would go, oh, do you know what, though? It was nice over there. They had loads of stuff. They would come back and then they go, all right, what about we give you some land to stay in? And then they say, yeah, fine. Okay, here's some land. And I think, I'm pretty sure Northumberland was a Viking settlement because they, would, they let them stay north of the Humber. North Humber, the River Humber, North of the Humber, Northumberland. That's a good bit of fact. It's almost like a free board game fact of the week without there being one um, about uh, Vikings and, and the name of Northumberland. One other thing that I always think is that, you know, if you, you go back over to wherever they're from, your Norways and Swedens and, uh, and Finlands and that. It prob- your Denmark. Your Denmark. They're probably free, yeah. freezing. Your Laplands. They're probably absolutely freezing over there. You know, like you sat there in that coat. So maybe they did want to come and settle back over in... Uh, Northumberland. I you know think I mean? that's a big part of why they wanted to go and pillage everywhere because it was so cold. And do you know when you're cold, it's a bit like when you're at, when you're at, when you're hungry. You're just like, I just want to go. Oh, I just want. Oh, please let me have some fire. Well, you know, like you should. You're supposed to never um, uh, shop hungry. You're not, never never supposed to go shopping hungry. If you're starving and then I've got a thirst for for wealth. When you're doing a pillage, do you think you choose poorly because you're hungry and never go pillaging, craving cold. stuff at the time. <laughs> Uh, one other thing as well, right? This is just one other final thing about uh, Vikings before we talk about the game. Have you ever heard of a thing called the Blood Eagle? Oh, yes. I have heard about the Blood Eagle. Yes. The, the wor- it's the, one of the worst things ever. Again, this is just from listening to like an audio book about the history of like the north of England and everything. And what these Vikings would do, Louise, right? They'd turn up and get someone, like you know, the head of the town or whatever, and then to make an example of him or her, they'd take one of their um, ribs out the back of their of their back and then pull their lungs out through the hole where their ribs would have been so they look like an eagle and they used to call it the blood eagle how grim is we've that we've all done it i mean we, you know he who we've all he been who there. you know doesn't cast any sin cast first stone you know it's just weird that people you know even come up with this who's the first person who thinks do you know what i'm going to do take out a back rib drag out their lungs <laughs> Parade them around the town. Like, what, a pack of sickos? No, I've never heard that, but I think it's going to stick with me forever. I think they went too early with that. I think you go in, you say, look, we're in charge now. We're the Vikings. We're not to be, we're not to be messed with, yeah? Yeah. Uh, let's see how we get on for the first week. And then if you're, not misbehave, if you're misbehaving then, then we'll do the Blood Eagle. I think if you go in with the Blood yeah. Eagle first, Straight too, away, much, yeah. too much of the stick and not enough of the carrot. It's a little bit like going like with a kid, like naughty steps straight away, yeah. and you just got you don't give yourself anywhere to go. Or, or a little bit like um, uh, I don't want to get back into football really, but uh, the the referee in the Merseyside derby dished out a yellow card for for nothing right at the beginning of yeah. the game, and I feel like he makes a exactly. rod for his own you've got back. nowhere to go. Then you've you've boxed yourself into a corner. I would I would say to the guy, I'd say, Mister Viking, Alan Viking. Um, look, you already told us about the Blood Eagle. I'm very scared of that. I will do anything you want not to do the Blood Eagle. Yeah. So why waste your time doing the Blood Eagle and we'll just crack on and get in the fields and working for you? It's a really good point. Uh, and, and it does lead into the whole point, and, and this goes into the game that we're play, we've been playing. Um, a lot of people kind of have a misconception that Vikings are like fun, knockabout, beardy kind of characters with lovely jewellery and stuff. But when you really look into it, there was a lot of, a lot of horrible stuff. They did a lot of horrible things, didn't they, Vikings? Did human sacrifices. Bush, is yeah. um, Braveheart a Viking? 
No, I don't think. Um, I don't think so. I don't think he's a. Why are we? What, what? Andy, can I have a chat with you about? Just, it's, it's a bit awkward though because she's here. He's like, Scottish. He's not a Viking. It doesn't matter. He's Scottish. Viking is Vikings really just about where you fro- where you're from in the world or about your behaviour? So Vikings are the. Lo- there was never one Viking main kingdom. There was lots yeah. of different kingdoms or whatever. So why can't and there be, honest, be one in Scotland? You're, you're right. You're right. It's it was point. more Scott, about. Scott, good it point. was more about vibes rather than an actual nation That's state. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of you on life, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But if it's anyone has, if anyone has a Viking spirit, it's Braveheart. That's a, that's a very good point. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. But weirdly, actually weirdly, one of my favourite Viking games of all time, although it's not necessarily classed as such, is Pendragon by GMT Games, which is it's about the fall of Roman Britain. So you're trying to, it's like the Romans trying to hang in there, the, the, the Brits kind of, you know, hanging in there as the Romans are retreating. And then in the whole time while this is going on, you're getting battered on the East Coast by the Vikings. And then this might be who Louise is referring to, uh, a group called the Scotty, Landed on, came from like the north and the east. So, and they came over from like Ireland and stuff like that. I think maybe. So, maybe maybe Louise is referring to the Scotty as we as we know them as the kind of more kind of um, you know loot playing, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, fun knockabout. Band. I'm a history student. I've got a degree in history. Don't want to boast about it, guys. It's two two, two, okay, two right, from yeah. Reading University. Um, oh yes, yeah, a good one. It's a these, big one. These generalisations about where Vikings come from and and when they started and when they fit is is making me sick to my stomach. Brian, you had to eat your words well, a few minutes ago because you couldn't back up the fact that there definitely wasn't Vikings in Scotland and Ireland. And I know I'm always bringing in in the whole Celtic uh, background, and maybe that's what I was trying to do Celtic there. Celtic this. Celtic that. Celtic that. Well, listen, this this is a good point for us to jump into the game that we've been playing this week. We have been playing a uh, legendary, iconic Viking game, uh, which you'll all know and love, called A Feast for Odin. It's been around for ages. It's designed by the legendary uh, game designer Uwe Rosberg of Patchwork and Agricola fame. Didn't he used to play for Man City, Uwe? I think he was a fantastic goal scorer as well. Is that one that used to throw his boots (laughs) into the crowd? That's it, it's him, the moustache right, and everything right, okay, like that. Sorry. Absolutely amazing. And then he turned his hand to, to uh, designing board games. Uh, I was a little bit worried about putting this one uh, to you guys this week, this game, because um, I feel like we I normally manage the amount of pieces that we're going to be using in a game. And sometimes if you've got too many bits in a game, it can freak you out. And I think uh, this, this is a classic bit of worker placement here. You, you kind of have to create your farmstead, your homestead, whilst you're raiding and building up resources and everything. Uh, Louise, you're slightly overwhelmed with how many bits were in the game itself. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to detract from how amazing it is, because it really is. And again, I, I sometimes wonder with these games, like, who the hell invented this? Someone on crack or something? Because I just can't believe... <laughs> hi, hi, Uwe, if you want to what get in touch. Do, guys, uh... What we should do, guys, what we should do is do a game about, like, we're farmers, but we're also raiders. But, like, it's raiders. the level of detail, which, again, I totally respect. Hats off. I just think, what was going on in your man's head that night that he thinks, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to invent the Feast of Odin. And like, I think it's the whole like pieces being put down on this. Is it on the thing? Am I right in saying that? Or whatever. Pieces, yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces yeah. being put down on the thing. Come to Bush's board game thing if you want. Can I just say something? Can analysis I just say something? Of board games. A definition of the word thing is uh, a meeting point and that's why it's called the thing so I'm not just calling it a thing because I can't think of the word that's what the creator what? So has called would it say, isn't I'd that meet Bush? You at, meet you at the thing yeah I, I feel like Louise is doubling down on, on a lot of her stuff uh, during the podcast today which is fine which is absolutely fine you're fighting your corner um, um, because that- I'm right so what? basically there's this part in the game and he's called it the thing because traditionally the word thing was where people met to discuss things Screw you both. Look at you both I'll looking see at you me. At, before I said to you, I'll see you at the thing. 
Yeah, but now it's different. Where would you be? Now Where it's different. It's, it's now developed into all manner of things. Please. What? So if you what, lots if you, of different meeting places, then lots of different. Well, no, things. we've just used that word thing for so many things now. You see, so can I just say to anyone who's listening, please back me up that I am correct in what I'm saying. Thing was a place to meet uh, back in the day before the word thing started to mean loads of other things. At board game, at, at board game thing, thing on Instagram, thing. if you'd like to. That's it. Well, there you go. There's just so much written in the stars. Uh, it, so, did you like the worker placement thing? I mean, I, I have a love hate relationship with, with worker placement games. I kind of I like the idea of it, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of like hundreds of little wooden pieces and and collecting cloth and all that kind of stuff. So, there was a little bit of that in a feast for Odin. What did you? What I did like you think of that to. I, I don't like. I'm not a massive fan of those sorts of games because I get very anxious about where to put them and I'm like well, should I put loads over there or loads over here but now I'm spread too thin over here so what do I do over there <laughs> and I, I just think I'm not a manager I'm not I'm not management le- level that's not my thing I'm a free spirit I don't like to have to be in charge of all those sorts of things yeah so yeah but so it was you, good though do you think you'd be um, how, how do you think we would be if we were, we were three Viking families on adjacent patches of land during a feast feast for Odin how do you think we'd get right. on? What kind of stuff would you main, mainly collect and, and haul? I would just want to like stab you all. Yeah, I want to. I would just be yeah, like, you know, cut you soon, cut you soon as I look at you type thing. Uh, and I would just really. We're want... on the same team. Oh, I thought I had my own Viking clan, and you had your Viking clan, and Brian. Had well, no, his we're Viking like a clan. we're like a that's, loose that's problem, alliance. That's we're a loose problem. alliance of people that go, you know. But we're neighbours, though. We live next door to yeah, each other. You can't be a loose alliance. Would... You're, in a, you're in a three maisonette. I would say something like, look, you guys go raiding. I'll stay here and just look after the turnips and stuff. You guys, yep. you guys go off, and I don't mind taking less of a share. I'll just do the admin. I'll do the admin for the farms. You guys go and right. um, slaughter Anglo-Saxons. That's fine by me. Can't we have a rotor? I remember, I remember um, living in a shared house uh, when I first kind of moved to London, mm. and uh, there was like a rotor on the wall for like one person did cleaning, one person was like on bins that week. So maybe do one person raids, one person just tends to Ten, stuff. Tending, and raiding, person- and what's the other one? Pillaging. Rowing. Pillaging. But you get to do that when you raid, yeah, don't you? Yeah, that's true. Raiding oh, true. and pillaging is the that same is a good thing. Point. Um, I, yeah, but then there'd be arguments about, like, well, I, I pillaged two years in a row. I pillaged two Christmases in a row. And that's then there'd be one of those, there'd always be one person that gets their requests in early and then works around the bank holidays. <laughs> so they only have to do uh, two days of pillaging because of the bank holidays. So, no, I just, oh, that's a I just think everyone do their I own thing. I, I own enjoyed team. it, but I, uh, I'm sorry that I kept putting everyone off by asking about what do you think actually was on Odin's Feast? Because I, I thought it was ham and coleslaw sandwich, scotch egg, yeah. LucasAid Sport. I think it would be um, cheese toasty. They didn't have um, quavers. They didn't have uh, the toasty makers in Viking times. They would have just two hot Fire. stones Mind, on top yeah. of each other. Mind you, to be honest, they wouldn't have had Lucasade either. <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> Louise, any suggestions before we move off this? What you think Odin's actual feast would have been? Endless Jaffa cakes. Oh, he loves. Do you Jaffa think he would have done that Imagine thing that. where he would have put it in his mouth and tried to like just slowly suck off <laughs> the uh, the chocolate and the sponge until he's just left with the orange medallion? Well, I have a question. Um, Go have on, you ever had? A packet of Jaffa cakes without finishing the whole box. No, you have to have more. It's good, it's have a good, to go it's in a good one question. Go. I bought I, I bought a box every Tuesday evening. So you had delivered. Uh, yeah, had because delivered. I also have a grocery delivery app. God, I'm an animal. Oh my um, god! Oh, Howard Hughes. I know. So did you buy um, the Jaffa cakes just to stop yourself from getting scurvy? Is that what it was? I, I bought them because I have to have a packet of Jaffa cakes <laughs> to watch the Bake Off. So I start them as the music starts, oh. and then I got only have half, and I'll save the other half till next week. No, whole packet gone. 
Who are you kidding that you're not going to eat all of them? Well, this is it. I tried to have a little bit of self-control. I don't think anyone's ever only had a couple of Jaffa cakes. If I ever got into Parliament, I would, I would, the first thing I'd do is take all the food companies to court and say, who are you kidding? Who, who are you kidding that you think this is what... Because they always go, oh, one serving is like one, one biscuit. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Well, um, watch this space for a brand new board game coming in 2022, A Feast for Louise. And uh, it's mainly about Jaffa Capes. You, you get it delivered by a disgruntled delivery driver. Right, let's let's get a, a board game fact of the week. Has Brian gone a bit too early because he's already given us a fact about the name of Northumberland? Northumberland. Brian's board game fact of the week. Like I say, I, I, I've, I did have five, and I've had to deduct one because I used it earlier on. Are you okay with that? Because. No, I don't want to get into the T's and C's of your board game fact. Let's just let's just right, it. I'm just gonna. Right, like, this is a, a quick fire round. Um, the Vikings invented skiing. Just think about that for a minute. The Vikings invented skiing. They 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 realised it was an easy way to get round, but then they actually in, in, uh, invented recreational skiing. So like, you know, what? this is fun. Let's just do it all the time. They they loved it so much. They even had a skiing god. Imagine a skiing god. <laughs> and a skiing god. God he of skiing. He was called Ula, and he was the skiing god. And uh, he wore a Campari jacket, I believe. And, Did he? Uh, yeah, yeah. And had, had, just had, had the, the sunglasses. Skiing. Just yeah, the had the sunglasses skiing. on the um, the beads that go around your neck. He's a brilliant guy. Brilliant guy. That's fantastic. Would he would he rent a big lodge with four or five other like middle class families? Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the course, and of then just hoot around in the evenings, yeah, braying with a rugby shirt on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, there you go. Skiing number one, number one, number fact. two. The, the Vikings didn't. They they considered um, that you. They thought that unless you had your cat with you, because they had cats. They were one of the one of the first European early Europeans to have cats. That you couldn't right. have a home unless it had a cat in it. So then, when they went raiding, sorry, they were like, what's oh. happening here? Like, is this, are these tr- what, what's happening? <laughs> these are true. These are all true. These are all true. What do you true. mean, skiing Vikings? They were a funny bunch. I don't, like, okay, I thought the facts of the week were real. Yeah, they are. This is real. This is real. So they they believed that unless you unless you had a cat in a home, it wasn't really a home for whatever reason. I don't know why. So then, when they wow. when they were raiding, obviously they were like, well. We, we're not when we get there we're going to make a home for ourselves even if it's only for six months so we should just take the cats with us so they took cats on their raiding pillages to the UK they came across the wow. North Sea with cats on the boat with them imagine that imagine a cat on a, on a narrow boat they must have hated it just absolutely skittish and just like backs up so they would have had like a like a hold, like you know because imagine in, in the main like hold bit of the boat as they're kind of rowing yeah. in this darkness and wind and rain and lightning and they've got loads of swords glinting in the moonlight yeah. loads of shields and then like all the cats are ready and as load well of cats. make sure the cats load are ready cats as well. I would have just got cats when we got to England to be honest but look that, I'm I'm not it's not easy, for me to it? judge about Viking logistics you know that's yeah um, fair play fair third play. one I'm sure it's another bit of a feast for Odin third one uh, you probably you might have heard this already you know how Vikings they have the helmets with the horns on mm-hmm. uh huh. Totally untrue. They didn't have horns in their helmets. So where did Vikings that come didn't from? They? Well, that what they think it came from was they found a burial site, right? And they had a, a king that was buried in his... And it was more ceremonial. It was a ceremonial thing. But the, the right. day-to-day, bog-standard, nine-to-five worker Viking drones didn't have horned helmets. So Because it was like a, it was a fun party sort of ceremonial hat. That's the equivalent of... Some, this is what I would equate it to. Say, Andy, you were on yep. a stag do in Dublin. 
And yep. tragically, you fell off the O'Connell Bridge or whatever, and that was the end of Andy. And they, but they buried you. Oh, they right. found you. They found you <laughs> millions of years later, thousands of years later, and always p- perfectly preserved in the silt. And you have one of those yeah. novelty Guinness hats on. They would have yeah. said everyone in that area wore novelty Guinness hats. That's what's happened with the horn thing. Do you know what? I remember someone wrote into a radio station once. I remember listening to this phone in, and someone said that they uh, put their little brother's hamster into a remote control plane, <laughs> and they flew him around, and it crashed. So they buried the they buried him, the hamster, in the plane, quite deep down, to hide it from their brother. And someone made the point that what if, in like two thousand years' time, people uncover that? They think that hamsters are discovered flight. It's an interesting point. It's true, yeah. So that's that's what's happened with the Vikings. They were wearing a funny wow. a funny party hat. And and now all Vikings wore horns, and they didn't. And then the last one is: um, Are we all a fan of Bluetooth headsets? Mm-hmm. I mean, what a comeback! What a comeback! For Bluetooth started off in what was it? The early nineties. Just taxi drivers, yeah, wasn't it? Became, taxi drivers and builders became very unfashionable. We thought it was gone, then it came back. So uh, Bluetooth uh, was inspired by Vikings. So the, the Bluetooth, Bluetooth technology. So so. <gasps> Is that, is that why the symbol looks like a runestone? Exactly, that's exactly oh why. The, the Bluetooth oh. symbol looks like a runestone. So there was these, uh, I think they worked for Nokia or Ericsson, I forget which, one, one of the Scandinavian phone companies. And they were working on a, a thing. So they were like, we've got all these phones, we've got all these stereos, we've got all these like equipment, and none of it, you, you can't like... And, like you can't get the proper clip to speak to someone on your on your Sony phone or your or your Nokia phone or whatever. So why don't we try and bring yeah. it all together with one piece of technology? And so they did that. They invented Bluetooth, which means you can connect to any. If anyone, ha- if anything has Bluetooth, you can connect to it. It's fantastic. And they were coming up with a name for that. And they just thought, well, who? What could we call it? And this uh, Danish king, I believe, was called Harald Bluetooth because he had a. You know, you have one of those things where one of the tooth dies. So oh, he had, yeah, it's a typical Bluetooth. Which I don't know. Would he have liked that? Would he have liked that? I don't know. You think not? That's cool. I like, but you know, naming technology. There might have been a guy in the adjacent kingdom called like uh, Olaf Wi-Fi. Maybe that's how well they got yeah, Wi-Fi. There was from. a kid at our school who had terrible acne on his face. Everyone called him Redbeard. Sounds good, but it's not, when you look at the context of it, it's not great. <laughs> it's just out yeah, of order, isn't it? Um, so anyway, and he brought all the warring kingdoms together. So they said, "Well, we're bringing all the warring technologies together. So we'll call it Bluetooth." There you go. Vikings invented Bluetooth. Fantastic board game, not just one board game fact of the week, but we've even got an extra one at the beginning about Northumberland as well. So, Brian, good work. Some other uh, Viking games that you might want to check out because it's a, a vibrant area of our hobby, this, in terms of a topic to, about games. Uh, Champions of Midgard, very good. Of course, we played A Feast for Odin, Raiders of the North Sea, beautiful game. Jarl, the Viking tile-laying game. And I just want to give it another cursory mention, uh, Pendragon, The Fall of Roman Britain by GMT Games, a board game that uh, last time I played it with a group of friends, it went on for seven and a half hours. Oh it's a huge God. game, but it's a beautiful tapestry of the history of this country during the Dark Ages. Uh, Louise, how have you been getting on this week? Have you, um, have you? I'm sensing on our little WhatsApp group you've had a bit of turbulence going on this week in your life. Just a little bit. So we decided to do, um, which I only realised you guys, when I say you guys, I mean the British, um, don't have... Whoa, whoa, and whoa, don't... whoa, whoa. I've got, whoa, an, whoa, I've got whoa. an Irish passport. Doesn't I'm matter, you're not citizen. Irish. You're... I'll represent the British. I'll represent. The... I'll, I'll wear a pith helmet and uh, khaki shorts with hoops. You're, you're on, what then, we call... Uh, you're what we about. call Brian a plastic paddy because you're just uh, you're holding the passport, but there's no Irish to you at all. Oh, that's oh wow, harsh. That, that's got a cut that's, deep, that's isn't it? Harsh. We even have a name for your type. That. Um, so we decided to do a KK. Do you know what KK is? So it's when all the names go in a hat and you p- you pick out the Can one. Can you explain the etymology of KK? Chris Kindle. 
Okay, all of these names, Chris Kindle. All of these names derive from traditional Christmas gift bringers. An American custom is named after Santa Claus or St. Nicholas. And Chris Kindle and Chris Kringle are both corruptions of the original. Because Chris Kindle... Let's call them cousins. Chris Kindle Let's just say they're sounds cousins. like a guy that is around the back of the bins that will get you, like, knock off Kindles. It's, oh, it's called Chris Kindle, eh? Quite like him. He's got a bin bag full of Kindles, comes in Sunday lunchtime in the pub. Anyway, Louise... So we decided for the first year saying. ever to do Chris Kindle, sounds... Secret Santa for all our family members and Tom is coming home my partner's coming home with me for the first time this Christmas so I did the whole Secret Santa thing put all the names in now it isn't secret that's why it's called Chris Kindle you know who the other person has got so it's not like a secret who got you that's dangerous so you know exactly who's got who and like my partner got me which means I don't get my I don't get presents from my parents I don't get presents from my from my family he's the one that got me so I get my main present from him, which just feels like whoa, I've been whoa, robbed. Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute, hang whoa, on a minute, hang on a minute. It's a bit unfair. What, let me just, I thought, I imagined the Chris, let's just call it Secret Santa, because what it is, um, is, is, a, secret, is, is is separate ecosystem to the normal. So I would imagine that if I did Secret Santa, that would be with people I barely know, or no, you see, extended it's not. family. Families do it, because, you know, it oh, just what? gets too expensive for everyone. So oh. my parents got put in it, my brother and his partner, Tom and I. So you only get... You get one present, yeah. That's slightly taking the the joy out of Christmas a little bit, Louise. You feel you're being shortchanged. Not only that, the the universe universe is shortchanging you as well because your partner, no offence to Tom, you guys live together, so you're getting the present off him. So it's uh, it's quite a downgrade. So had he not got you in Krispy Kringle, whatever it's bloody called, um, Krispy Kreme, he wouldn't have had to have got you a present. Well, he would. He would have gotten me a present, like, as, you know, my partner. And, and we'll do that before we go to London. But now he's just going to meld the two together. But your mum and dad wouldn't have got you a present unless they get you well, in Chris this, Kingle. This, exactly. This is the, this is God, your, your child must have been, like... No, no, no this is the first... A bleak insight into Louise's life. Louise, obviously quite a bleak childhood there. Uh, we are running out of time on this crazy podcast today, so it's time for you to uh, give us a backstory for another board game character that doesn't have one in Louise's board game character backstory. Okay, so this week I'm going to go old school. I've had a few requests to delve into the world of chess. So this nice. week I'm going to do the knight from chess, or as I like to call them, the horsey. So, yes, she is a she. She's actually called Daisy, and she is a war horse. Oh, one of the best. Oh, I know, nice. cute, right? So the nation she came from, Czechoslovakia, see what I did there? Oh, I like what you did with that. Oh, yes. Uh, was fighting constant wars with its neighbours over who got to keep a giant black and white checkered square piece of lino. And Daisy was the best. She could go anywhere on that battlefield, left, right, diagonal, you name it. Yet she'd let anyone, she'd let, true, she'd let side anyone take her for a ride. Bishops, kings, queens, Sorry, what? pawns, Pardon? whatever. Sorry, who's taking for a ride? She was the Steady talk. On. She was the talk of the town. Stan. She was the talk of the town. Stallions wanted her. Mares wanted to be her. Oh, but yeah. one person hated her because of her amazing range, and of course, the person who hated her was the queen. She too could go anywhere, left, ah. right, forwards, backwards, but didn't want anyone else to share this power with her. So she lured her to the palace with some apples and sugar lumps of oh, you know love, horses. Bloody love, love them. Yeah. And then had both of her legs broken. She trying to. This is fact. This is a hard fact. She oh, was desolate. Don't have nightmares. Listen to this. Surely the vet and his shotgun would have to be called. Oh, but wait, 
It's like a Grand National. She slowly got better. (laughs) Put a tarpaulin over her. She slowly, slowly, slowly got better. Sure, her legs were completely mangled and she'd lost all her abilities to go far. But now when she wanted to move across the battlefield, her mangled legs would make her lurch forward. Can you see it? Would make her lurch forward and then go sort of left or right a bit. Other players weren't expecting this. They weren't expecting old crazy legs to do this. So we're put off. Crazy legs. Crazy legs. They were totally put off by Daisy. So she was back in the chest game and that's why the horse is the weirdest piece on the board wow so that's why it goes a few steps forward then left or it's right like a or back the horse or is drunk isn't it S- slightly drunk uh, Louise that's a fantastic thing next time you play chess now you know the backstory to the night and well this is it we've run out of time for another episode of Bush's board game thing check out all the games that we've been talking about particularly the brilliant Viking ones on Zatu's website uh, if you want to get in touch with us we'd love to hear from you at board game thing on Instagram and we'll be back with another episode next week in the meantime take care 